Hello and welcome to the spoiler cast, the show where we talk about movies and don't care about spoiling them. And welcome to this uh, patron exclusive episode. But since uh, the last patron exclusive episode went up as a freebie on YouTube, because it was you know part two of our Planet of the Apes discussion, we're thinking this might be up for free uh, as well. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually, yes. Um. Mainly because we want, if you like the first part and you don't want to, you know, be a patron subscriber, you should still be able to listen to the the full the full podcast experience, full Planet of the Apes experience. Um, but also, like we usually release one or two episodes of the patron episodes for free, so yeah. this will be the second one this year. A little, a little early Christmas present. I was about to say, I think I don't think we've done this any of the any of that this year yet. So. No, not yet. This is yeah, except for this is, last the last episode. <laughs> exactly, it's only the Planet of the Ape episode. So I guess this yeah, yeah this is an early Christmas present from from yeah. the spoiler cast us here at the spoiler cast to all of you. <laughs> yeah, um, but then also you know if you want all the other like hundreds of hours of uh, exclusive podcast episodes, they're available on patreoncom slash scene. So check that out. And, and what will most everyone... likely be our one and only commentary track this year. <laughs> Which I, I really want to do, to be honest. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but to everyone who's listening to this on Patreon, thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, tell your friends and family. And uh, let's get into the discussion. We're going to talk about... Uh, what are we talking about? The, the last, last two of the, movies like... in the original Apes franchise. Yes. Right. <laughs> the like original so timeline or whatever cuz i've been thinking i'm 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 wondering if the new trilogy that we covered in the first episode mm-hmm. <clears throat> might be just a different timeline or something <sighs> okay we might i don't remember my entire train of thought but um i just kept thinking that when i watched the conquest and um well mainly conquest but let's start with yeah. conquest yeah let's start with conquest so uh, last last episode we 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 uh, we finished we finished uh, we ended with um, Escape from Planet of the Apes, when Cornelius and Zira and uh, what was his name the guy who dies almost immediately. Um, um, I don't remember something. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> they they, they es- named the kid after him, but I don't remember Milo. Milo, right? Milo, <clears throat> baby Milo. Oh yeah. Well, not nah, not Milo. Uh, the grown-up Milo dies. Um, they escape in uh, Taylor's crashed spacecraft um, just in, just before the planet is destroyed by Taylor with a doomsday bomb from beneath the planet of the apes. Um, and they come to our past, or I guess our present, their past, and yeah. tells yeah tells the story of, of the future. Uh, which, of course, you know, is all, all about how apes, af- after the plague that killed all the cats and dogs, <laughs> only cats and dogs. Yeah. No um, other pets. No bunnies. No or, other pets. Or yeah. You, hamsters you could, or guinea yeah. pigs. So, <laughs> inst- instead of having, yeah, chinchillas and parrots, everyone like, no, we want apes as pets. So they took apes as pets, uh, only to realize sometime later that, hey, they're pretty smart. We can use them as labor, a.k.a. slaves. Yes. Um, and then there was the uprising when one ape uttered the word that had been t- told him so many times. He said no. And then there was the whole, you know, a- a- ape uprising. Um, apes win- winning winning the war, basically, and humans uh, uh, perishing from infighting. 
like destroying the world with uh, with atom bombs. Yeah, which makes sense uh, if you think of where the first and second movie takes place. Obviously. Exactly. You know, yeah, you know, in a nuclear wasteland. But then, <laughs> yeah. So so this is like a you know this is um. This is a warning, you know. This is this is uh, uh, you know foreshadowing, really, for what is going to happen. And yet, the humans' response. Well, some of the humans' response are, <laughs> well, then we need to kill these apes. Yeah, that'll probably that'll probably stop everything because you know there's a smart ape that's going to take over. So we'll just kill these apes and it's kill the like, baby. It's not like those. The smart ape will be someone a thousand years into the future or something. No, yeah, yeah, it yeah. has we'll- to be these ones. If we eliminate it now, it'll never happen. But Idiots. there were no smart apes the first time it happened. You know? Exactly. They developed the, the smartness. Yeah. <laughs> Just the smartness. They <laughs> Coming developed from the smartness. dumb human. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Zera, Cornelius, and uh, not Baby Milo are killed. Yes. Uh, the real Baby Milo is uh, uh, s- safely hidden by... Um, Armand? Ricardo Montalban. What's his character's name? Armando, Armando right? Yeah. The circus, o- the circus owner. And yeah. twenty something years later, nineteen ninety one, the the far off future of nineteen ninety one, the plague has already happened. Now, like when Cornelius told people in the seventies, he talked about like a couple of hundred years in the future. Yes. But uh, I guess they kind of you know, and eh, whatever we're gonna we sped it up a bit. We sped mean- it up a bit, and I, I think I know why. Yeah. And mainly it's for budgetary reasons. Yes. Because 20 years into the future, you know, Doesn't humanity and Earth different. still looks the same, yeah. basically. Yeah. We could just shoot it downtown. <laughs> but if you want to go hundreds of years into the future, you need to, like, space it up a yeah. bit. Lasers and flying cars and Everything stuff. Everything needs and to that, be that shiny. Costs money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you could also argue, but that's... I don't... I, I feel like they mention it somewhere, but I'm not entirely sure. That the uh, the that Zira and and Cornelius brought something from space. That might be true. That that's why they're in quarantine. That's why we quarantine people. Yeah. You know. So um, they, I don't they think they specifically brought... mentioned that, but yeah, that, that that could be it. Which would then tie in, of course, with uh, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that yes. that's where they said it. Yes, that's when when uh, the Colonel touches the doll. That's why he gets the the, the evolved virus in the end right, of the third movie. Right. Anyway, yeah, so it's it's uh, the far future of 1991. <laughs> Apes are now yeah they're slaves. They they're used they're used as as uh, unpaid labor. Yes. Um. Well, they get um. Is it peanuts or something? Well, or peas? <laughs> as like what? tips? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yep. Yeah, that's not that's that's food. That's not money. <laughs> no, I that's mean, true, that's true, that's you still have to feed your slaves. Otherwise, they die. Yeah, you're right. That's, they're still slaves. They're not getting paid. Right? No, that's true. There's no there's no. Uh, Autonomy or, or freedom anywhere. Yeah, exactly. No. And in the middle of this, uh, baby Milo has now grown up um, under the under the uh, guardianship of uh, of Armando. Uh, they've they've kept, of course, kept the fact that he can talk from everyone. As yes. we see in the end of the third movie, he says, "Mama." Now he can just speak like a like a person, yeah. like his father. He's actually played by Ronnie McDowell. Ronnie McDowell, who's like in every movie of this uh, franchise. <laughs> Yes, and he's also changed um, his name. Well, no, he changes not, not it yet. during the movie. Yeah. That's right. But yeah, yeah, um, he sees all the atrocities being uh, being uh, done to to apes, 
um, as as they go into the city for some reason. I mean, they're never know why the, they're in the city. They're promoting the circus, but it seems sure. kind of like, oh, we'll do that too. We just, it's like they have to like run an errand and we'll take time to promote, promote the circus at the same time. But, yeah. you know, mm, mistakes happen. Yeah, they witness uh, a gorilla, I think, getting beaten by some guards. Yeah, and like Milo just can't. Basically. Yeah, well, they beat him. They just beat him in the streets. Um, and M- Milo can't hold it back, so he just screams, "You filthy human bastards!" Yeah, and everyone's like, "What? Who said that?" And for some reason, they think it's an ape. I, I guess people are just worried about talking apes yeah. since they know what Cornelius said back in the seventies. And they have so, a new ape running around in chains, so he's obviously not one of the regular servants. And yeah. So and anyway, Armando takes the fall, of course. Armando takes the fall. He is interrogated by the the governor, who is this? I mean, the humans are. It's it's they're basically Nazis in this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, they're all wearing like black uniforms. They're all like, <laughs> oh, the the the, the lower race uh, apes must be kept in cages. They are. Uh, they're not only our slaves; they are our, you know, subordinates. They're yeah. not human. I and mean, if literally they not human, but you know, if they don't do what we want them to do, we can always uh, they use a specific word, but like reprogram them, recondition. Yeah. Is that what recondition they say? them? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put them into camps where they can concentrate mm, on learning yeah. new things. Yes, yes. They use um, um, less than humane methods to um, uh, reward <laughs> and 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 uh, discourage, you know, the certain behaviors. Yeah. They even breed them so they can, you know, yeah. sell them as as workforce, which is, yeah, yeah, it's 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 full on, it's full on, uh, 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 like not Nazism. Oh yeah. Um, they don't want to exterminate apes; they just want to, you know, enslave them. I mean, unless um, unless they um they do eventually go, let's just kill them all. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, well, that's that's when they find out that there is a talking ape oh, because. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Armando is is detained, tortured into into telling the truth about who actually said the filthy human bastards. Yes. Um, while while uh, uh, Milo has to escape and and hide among the other apes, so he he becomes one of the workforce. He becomes a slave, uh, so he gets to he gets to witness the atrocities uh, firsthand. And then one day he finds out that Armando is dead because bef- before before giving up Milo, he. I think he like throws himself out of a window. He's not pushed. Nah, he jumps. Like, yeah, right? he's like jumping basically. Yeah, and that's that. That's when it that you know the cup runneth over. Not only are not only are you enslaving my people, you have now killed the only man I ever cared for. You know the yeah. only human I ever cared for. My my basically my father. <laughs> yeah, his surrogate father. So he starts a revolution by saying no, <laughs> basically. Yes. You know, there's not actually a scene where he does that, right? He, no, he doesn't say no. Starts, he, yeah, he yeah. just starts recruiting other apes. He starts, well, first off, he starts, like, showing them how to be, like, civil. <laughs> yeah, more, but, like, you know, yeah. When he's Which pushed is, into the cage, he, like, in, and they gave him the banana to see, like... Because the humans want them to react. He just yeah. shares it with the other apes. And they're like, oh! Yeah, which, you know, cool. a bit, you know... <laughs> Making them kind of like in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, yes. making them smarter so he can he can control them basically. Yeah, and showing them what you should do and what what we can do to survive, I suppose, and be better apes. Yes, yeah. and slowly but surely they build they build a resistance. Yes, and it all ends in a bloody battle. I love the like uh, montage when you see all the apes collecting weapons. Yeah, yeah. And someone brings like a 
I don't remember what it is, but it's like a stick or something. And she's like, good job, good job. And then she shows one of the others and goes like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone brings a, uh, what's it called? A tea seal. Um, oh, yeah, it's a uh, sieve of some sort. A yeah. sieve, yeah, for like tea. That's He's the like, one, yeah. Uh, thank you. And then just throw this away. That's another <laughs> ape, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of humor in there. But other than that, this is a pretty pitch black movie. I mean, oh, yeah. it's just, just torture and misery and, you know, violence. Um, and I think, I think, like, we have, we will get to battle, but out of the four movies we've talked about, this isn't the worst. I think that's still beneath the Planet of the Apes, because it's so, the first half is so, yeah, so bad. Yeah, it's, it's just dumb. Yeah, but this, we can definitely tell that they have lowered the budget even more. Yes. Like, like, this feels almost like a student project. It's, it's very, it's almost rushed as well because there's no there's no real events except for the um the like protesting where where Armando ends up getting arrested yeah and then i guess the like end battle but even the end battle doesn't really feel like a proper event it doesn't feel like the fight on the bridge in rise no it feels more no, like it's... a montage background shit yeah um, yeah, there, yeah. Like I said, there's not a lot happening, and and mo- most of it takes place outside, um, which I mean, it is just like a, a, a city center. Yeah, which it's I like guess, a town you know, they, square. They, yeah, yeah. That that they borrowed for a couple of uh, days to shoot in nights um, specifically at, after a while. nights as well. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> lot of nights. Um, and the uh, like we said, like. I, I, there's not a lot of interiors. If there are, there's all like you know these these empty rooms, which just looks like you know it looks like uh, cardboard walls basically. Yeah. It's super cheap. I mean, it's, it's um, supposed to look like this this the Bauhaus concrete. Yeah, brutalist, uh, brutalist uh, uh, style. design. Yeah, yeah. and it kind of works, but then it's just too empty. Yes, that's the thing. Um, like the office of this governor dude is just so empty. They have like one bookshelf and a desk, <laughs> and that bookshelf is half concealed in a wall. <laughs> yeah, and that's the that's the that's the main problem with this, which we we kind of talked about uh, in the last episode as well. That the 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 budgets were slowly uh, you know declining, decreasing. decreasing. Yeah, so like the first movie cost like what is like the. the Eight, seven million or something. The second one cost like five million. The third one they cut the budget in half to two and a half million. Uh, um, and this one cost less than two million dollars to make. It's one point okay. seven million dollars. Sure, it's still a lot of money in in the seventies. Sure, but you but can I mean, tell like there's a lot of people who need to be paid. There's a lot of gorilla and chimp and 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 um, uh, orangutan. orangutan masks that need to be bought. Yes, which is also Costumes. I guess. Why they put everyone in jumpsuits? Because that was probably cheaper than having a lot of fur and stuff. <laughs> yes, probably. Uh, like, that's definitely you know, why they're doing individual it. costume things. This is just jumpsuits, three colors, and then the humans are wearing suits. Yeah, basically. Um, it's also a way to, to tell everyone apart because yeah, sure. they all just look the same. It's, but you know, yeah, yeah, gorillas have red, chimps have uh, green, kind of like in the original. Kind of like in know. the original, yeah. And then uh, orangutans have orange. Um, but I guess that's also to follow the theme from the original. Then. Yeah, sure. And that's that's something that, like we said, like all all these movies have done really, really well is to you know 
follow the themes and yeah. they continue the themes. Even this, when they don't really have a lot of money to work with, they you know they stick to what was what came before. This isn't like they're not like they're not going cheap with it. No, neither uh, the story nor the plot is like an, a weird outlier. It's still within the same universe. You can still tell that they're connected somehow. Yeah, they're not just trying to like, ah, oh, we'll just you know we'll, make another we'll, we'll, ape movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll phone it in. No, no, they're they're doing the the best they can what they have to work yeah. with, which I think is uh, admirable. Very, yeah, very admirable. Um, and like we said, Ronnie McDowell is uh, what I love most about it is how different he plays uh, uh, Milo, who later later picks his his slave name, which is kind of funny. Yes, he picks his slave name, which is Caesar. Which is, you know, ironic then that he uses that name to be king of, king of the apes, basically. You know. But I think he's picking he it took consciously it oh, yeah, to be like, I want to have a powerful name. If you're making me choose my own name, I'm going to have a powerful one. Yeah. Foreshadowing the next movie. Yes. You know, or foreshadowing the ending of this. Um, or, yeah. Well, so And how different he plays Milo. Uh, because Milo is much more timid than Cornelius was. Um, both because he's younger, but also because you know he's he's grown up in a very different uh, situation Society, than yeah. than Cornelius has. He hasn't been allowed to be his outward self, you know. He has yeah. to hide all the time, so of course yeah. he's shy. And then how how his experiences as a slave affects him, yeah. um, and 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 uh, matures him in, for the next movie. Yeah, it's it's very good. Like most of it is concealed, unfortunately, by the mask. Yeah, but you, I think he does a tremendous job as the main character, really, in most of these movies. Yes. Um. This this the, the way he he moves himself, not the face, obviously, but like the, the body language. Yeah, makes you tell him apart. Not only because he's walking more upright, but you know, like he's he's acting so differently while still acting like an ape, kind of. Yeah, and using using the mask to his advantage. You know, yeah. m- moving the the ridge to make it look like he you know he has expressions in his face, even though he really hasn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Blowing up his cheeks and stuff like that. Yeah, it's great. Um, all that and like we said, like the the theme once again. Now now we are. It's it's almost come full circle. In the first one, you know, the humans are the slaves. Yeah. Now we see the apes are the slaves. But we it's like we said, it's continuing the theme there that, you know, time is a flat circle. That, you know, yeah. everything repeats because we, we don't we don't we never learn from our mistakes, which is kinda true. I mean, we always talk about learning from our mistakes and blah blah blah. But I mean history keeps repeating itself in reality as well. Yes. I mean in our world, in the real world. As well as in these movies. But then there, there is a slight change in the yes. end of this. Instead of the apes, you know, conquering uh, the planet and conquering the humans, and, you know, the humans having to go f- full-on nuclear war, Caesar, you know, spares the humans. Yeah, he just takes his apes and leaves. Yeah. They have their own place. Um, and, you know... Letting letting humans live, even though they are kind of the workforce, not not slaves per se, but the people have to do all the manual labor. Yes. Yeah, and that really leads into the next movie because yeah, just to wrap up the this this might be actually a very short episode <laughs> compared to the other say. two. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which maybe is good if you're going to listen to the whole trilogy of episodes. Um, that's another thing that tells you uh, that this is a ch- cheap movie because it is so short. It is less. 
than a nine than ninety minutes. Yeah, it's one hour twenty eight with um with uh, credits. credits. Even yeah. though the credits are very short, to be fair. Sure, um, but the actual runtime is like an hour twenty five. Yeah, basically. basically. Um, and even because, then, I think there's technically like an opening credits. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. yeah. Which also is just like random images and names. <laughs> yeah. For another um, like two or three minutes. Uh, so yeah, like we said, there's not a lot of happening here. You have the core idea of apes rising up, hey, yeah. uh, but they don't really have any money for like big action scenes. You have the one big showdown in the end. That's about it. Yeah. The rest is just people talking and apes uh, being, you know, scared with a flamethrower in a in a cardboard room. That's about it. Yeah, that must have been like the most expensive equipment they had. <laughs> the the one flamethrower they used like twice. Yeah. And then yeah. that one scene when they set fire to the restaurant. Yeah. Because everything else is yeah, it's it's very cardboardy and plasticky. Even though they tried to disguise it by making it brutalist, but it didn't really work. It's almost no. like you can see the walls flopping about. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can at one point. <laughs> Probably. I think you actually can. No, so like if I if I would rate this movie, it's uh it's an A for effort. Like I said, I yes. love I love the performance from Roddy McDowell. Uh same from Harry Road to play one of the more sympathetic humans, McDonald. Um Oh yeah. Ricardo Montalban, I mean He's, he's For what good. little he's in. He's not yeah. in that much he's, to be fair. No, he's in the beginning and then he's really in that uh, he's in a lo- he's in the, like he's in the first hour basically, but there's a but lot of cuts like, to him. Like, yeah, there's only like two cuts. scenes. Yeah, um, and then the rest, you know, they're, they're they're basically the rest are just apes. You know, people in people yeah. in, in suits. There are a few humans, but they're not extraordinary or anything special, really. Yeah, we that, do have I, to mention that... Lisa though, the the female ape. Yeah, who? Just, she, oh yeah, she's, she's the first. Ape who actually speaks other than uh, Caesar. Yes, eventually. But she is literally the ape version of the human from the first movie. What's her name? Uh, yeah, Nova. Nova. Yeah, she's just arm. She's just there. She, she's literally there to be bred. Yeah, she's arm uh, candy. They're just using her to. She's, she's not- using her. They're using her to breed uh, more chimps. <laughs> yeah, and she's supposed to look pretty, which I found a little weird when they had the breeding scene yeah. and he walks in and she's like, hello. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that hello, sailor. And it's like, Before wait a minute, that- aren't you basically like just being, you know, forced raped over and over again? Even though she didn't show interest in him, so maybe she was happy with him. Yeah, that uh, that is a weird connotation, though. And before that, they show images of, like, real chimps. I was like, wait, are they breeding their slave (laughs) chimps with real chimps? Or, I don't get it. (laughs) No, no, those are supposed to be baby chimps. Ah, right, right. Because they use real chimps as babies in the movie. They don't have infant suits, so they have real baby chimps, yeah. They did change that a little bit um, in the next one, though. Well, that's because the kids are, like, you know, young adults. Small adults, adults, Like 10, 12, you know. Um, but that that that's also just just I don't, I don't know if it was like, uh, uh, intentional, but when we see the baby the baby chimps uh, sitting in like their glass cage at one point they're like you know they're playing around and whatever but they look kind of they always look kind of sad baby chimps yeah. and there's one uh, just one quick cut when you see them hugging each other and they're just like <laughs> oh they're so alone and afraid in there <laughs> horrible to see oh they're like whatever that's the one that's in focus we'll use that. Yeah, no, very effective though. Yeah. 
That, that's what that's what the movie is. I think it's very effective. Like it uses yeah. uh, it, it. It doesn't really waste any time. It goes right right to the the core of the point. And I mean, like we mentioned in I think in the I don't remember which one of the episodes, but they're 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 getting to the point and they're showing us something and we react to it differently than we would have been if we saw humans suffer the way we see these apes suffer because you know it's it's a different thing seeing the same issues but from another with another lens. Yeah, exactly. And this one does that very well again, because you're like, wait, but they're using animals as slaves? What the fuck? Yeah. This one, though, is the most overt with it, because in the yes. end, when they're standing there, they're about to kill the uh, the governor, Breck. Um, McDonald is standing there like, no, Caesar, don't do this. Like, this, it's, it's wrong. Uh, and he's like, you of all people should understand... Yeah, he, he literally says, as the descendant of slaves, I do understand. He says, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's it's right. a little on the that. nose, but I mean, it works. It definitely works. Yes. Um, but that's, yeah. Then then the movie ends by, with them yeah, sparing the humans, and we get to battle for the planet of the apes. Yes. Which starts in the future. Not the far-off Far. future from the first movie, but somewhere in between. It's like 2,670-something. Yeah, it's, um, I'm guessing, like, a few years. That's the thing, though. It seems like it's only, say, eight to nine years after battle or conquest. No, but the movie the movie opens with the lawgiver uh, oh, right. telling, telling the story. That. Yeah, there's right. like a, uh, I guess they're kind of recapping the, the last two movies. Right. And it says, it says 2,672, I think. It's supposed to be like... Right, 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 yeah. So it's just 600-something before... years... Um, after conquest, yeah, but it's before uh, the original uh, yeah. crash landing, I suppose, which takes place in three thousand nine hundred. Yeah, which makes sense because they talk about the lawgiver making up the rules two thousand years earlier. That's true. Um, and this is and two thousand six hundred almost like fifteen hundred years bef- before uh, ori- the original movie. So I know. Yeah, and even and in that scene we see human children being able to talk right well that's the end end? it just it just starts with him telling the story of the first ape uh who spoke in our time right Uh, yeah we see we see clips from escape we see clips from conquest and then we cut to 10 15 years after um uh conquest right so like the early 2000s uh, apes have won the war. Uh, humans destroy themselves with with nuclear bombs. Again, uh, <laughs> again, yeah. So that I that guess. part repeated. But and now humans are have not they've not become animals. They're not they're not being hunted by apes. Apes no. are living in you know a shaky alliance with the humans who survived. Like we said uh, when we jumped ahead a bit before, they are being used as workforce because you know because of how. Tape apes were treated. Yeah, they they mention like we can't trust we can't trust you yet. Exactly. Um, Caesar mentions that at some point towards the middle of the movie when he talks to McDonald, who's still alive, and one I guess one of the more trusted humans. Yeah. That like because um, he helped them get free in 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 conquest. Yeah. He mentions like uh, he says something is something to the you know um, effect of. When we trust you, we can free you, basically. Yeah. And we, we we can't fully trust you yet. 
but then you know uh, McDonald starts talking. You know, uh, first there, there's there's uh, of course dissent with with it with the apes. Some of the apes still thinks you know humans are trash and they should mainly gorillas. Uh, mainly gorillas, yeah. We should just you know get rid of them really, or or, or treat them as animals like like how they treated us. Um, and then. For some reason, I don't remember what they exactly talk about, and I, that's kind of funny because I just watched the movie. <laughs> uh, I'll spoil and say this is this is probably the worst movie in the franchise. Yeah, uh, it's it's not great. Um, but no. yeah, uh, McDonald and Caesar starts talking about Caesar's parents and how they talked about. All right, they talk about. Um, no, but it comes with the, it comes as a reaction to what happens between um, Aldo, one of the gorillas, and the human teacher, uh, yeah. whatever his name was. Abe. Abe, because Abe utters the word "no," Aldo, no. Right. When yeah. Aldo gets mad because he's not as clever as Caesar's son. Yeah, because Abe is teaching them to write and read. Yeah. yeah, and he has a temper tantrum and, and like destroys things and stuff. And then they, yeah, they the one of the orangutans says, "You you humans can never utter the word no against, Especially an, against not, an ape." Yeah. yeah, so you need to apologize, and we'll try to mend this. Yeah, and then it comes because uh, um, Caesar goes. He's like hesitant for some reason about oh how do I how do I control them yada yada. That's when McDowell mentions, like, but we have footage of your parents talking about humans being smart and shit, and how we can coexist or something. Yeah, and it's also a chance for for Caesar to actually see his parents because yeah, and that's- he never got to. I mean, he was an infant when they left him. <laughs> he was newborn. Like, yeah, literally. Hours. <laughs> um, so they go to the Forbidden City, which I guess then you know. Uh, in the future becomes the Forbidden Zone, which yeah. is, yeah, this the city uh, from Conquest, uh, which was destroyed in the nuclear war. Uh, yes. But underground, of course, the archives should still be, you know, fine. They yeah, because they're to, in bunkers, you know. Yeah, they should be able to withstand a 10 megaton bomb. So they go there, um, Caesar McDonald and... Um, what's his the name? The orangutans, right? The orangutan, yeah. What's his name? He's... Uh, is it Virgil? Yes, Virgil, exactly. Uh, all oh, right, that's Paul Williams. I forgot that Paul Williams plays Virgil. because yeah. um, he's he, and it, it's funny because you know, just like in the earlier movies, the orangutans are the the philosophical ones. Yes, uh, chimps are the scientific ones, and and gorillas, gorillas are, the, are the, 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 the military the, the, ones. The military ones, yeah. Um, so Virgil, you know, earlier in the movie, which once again makes me think that you know they always had like this time travel thing. I mean, obviously, time travel is part of the first movie, but that yeah. was always part of the theme because he talks about, you know, uh, how he he th- he is like theorizing oh, yeah. that if you can travel at the speed of light, you can, you know, you can travel back in time. Yeah, he even mentions like if you travel fast enough to London and to listen to your own recording, you can go back. If you travel fast enough the other direction, you can go back and change your recording before it's ever actually played in London. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really follow along, and obviously he's not like it's not a full theory yet. But he's trying to explain it to other. Um, is it uh, chimps? I think it's orangutans. Maybe it's orangutans. Yeah, but he gets no, interrupted. I, th- <laughs> I think it's par- par- partly supposed to be a joke because it's you record, you record a uh, you know a speech which is awful, so then you can go back in time um, 
to to not listen to your own speech because it's oh, so yeah, bad, maybe, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he, he goes with them to the city, and they find uh, they find the recordings of of uh, Cornelius and Zira, and they talk about yeah that uh, basically their future, which is sort of or their their past. Which is now this the the present for Caesar yeah. was all yeah was was predicted like like this was going to happen, and they talk then about yeah uh, the the uh, um, uh, the um, the uh, um, what oh, the yeah. fuck is the word? I'm not sure what you're looking for. The um, the commander the commander the, the future to come i don't know what you're saying <laughs> the fuck is the word oh whatever There's... that you know eventually you know th- the world will be destroyed more than it is now basically uh, like this was this was always going doom? to happen not impending eventual <laughs> eventual oh, God, that was the word. damn it that was so annoying <laughs> uh, you know yeah yes. so all this was predicted and then virgil talks about well since we know since they knew since since the future is now part of the past we yes. know we knew what was going to happen which means we can now change the future basically this is where this timeline gets a little bit muddy for me because technically yeah. their future is what it's where um Zera and Cornelius are supposed to come from problem is that Zera and Cornelius went back in time and altered their timeline because they left their child in the past which should, yeah. should never have been born so everything is sped up and changed because they have a speaking ape earlier than than the universe had planned, so to speak. Yeah, but that's also what Virgil talks about. That you know, yes, you you, you know, you, everything you do changes the future. Exactly, and that's of course the the theory in, in the real world. You know, the the many. I think it's called the many worlds theory, that every choice you make basically creates an entire new timeline and universe. Yes, exactly. Which is super annoying because I I am always annoyed of that by that. Um, but it kind of makes sense. <laughs> it kind of makes sense, but also means that I mean, not just every second, but every 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 millisecond of a millisecond of a millisecond of a millisecond of a millisecond. Yeah, every moment. Every moment, there is a new universe being created. One now, 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 now. Because you eventually, chose to infl- blink, or you chose to uh, take a breath that was shorter or longer than what you did yeah. that time. Yes, and I we know. are, and we are eight billion people doing this every second. And if you include animals, there's even more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if a butterfly flaps its wings, you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I understand that the universe is infinitely... I mean, you can't you can't fill it up. But at some point, you know, they talk about the edge of infinity and, like, beyond the universe, who, which is infinitely huge, Yeah, there, you know, there, there has to be something else. So that means there is a limit to infinity... And at some point, aren't we just going to fill it up with timelines and futures and universes? And what the fuck happens then? Yeah, but if you also consider that every moment, as small as they are, is a new timeline. I'm assuming each timeline is as small as a moment, which would mean that they're minuscule. So they can take up very little space. You can have very many moments. But it still creates an entire universe. That's true. Well, I don't fucking know. This is all confusing. (laughs) Let's say, let's say... There's only one new universe being created when I when I there I snap my fingers yeah. instead of poking my nose you know though I created a new <laughs> universe now there are two universes yes and I poke my nose in one of them and I snap my other hand in the in the two universes now all of a sudden you know there there it's um what's it called it's um it's an exponential growth so now all of a yes. sudden there's uh, what four universes and after yeah. that's going to be eight and then it's going to be sixteen 
And then it's going to be... No, then, yeah, there's going to be six... No, and we're already up to, like, hundreds. So it's not just that eight billion new universes are being created every Every second. Every millisecond. Yeah. It's... It's... Oh, my... (laughs) It's basically infinite amount every millisecond, which is created. Exactly. It's an infinite amount... Being created, of timelines and universes being created every millisecond. Which means there's infinite times infinite yeah. being created every millisecond, basically. it's Where yes, are all these goddamn <laughs> universes? Well, that's the beauty of it all. We only exist in the one universe we experience. Well, people theorize that sometimes these uh, these uh, universes do crash, kind of like yeah, in The Flash, you know, we see it. That's you know why we have deja vu, because like, oh, wait, sure, I've sure. done this before. Yeah, because you and another universe have done this before. You've, you know, seen this cat before, like in The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, he, has, he sees a cat twice. Um, well, perhaps it's just two universes who happen to have the exact same experience for once. Yeah, but there aren't to you. Well, yeah, technically, since there are an infinite an, um, number of universes, there should be an At infinite least. amount of universes where everything is the same as it is here. There should also be an infinite amount of universes where everything is different. Yeah, but you know, there's got to be at least. It's like saying that. The, it, there's there's so many stars in the in in the universe out in the yeah. galaxies. So at least the 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 possibility or the inevitability of one of them being inhabited inhabited by something else is like it has to be there is, has to be yes. another planet which is inhabited well they have they have that's they have found several like but there has to be earth another planets. planet which is more or less exactly like earth yes they have found those yeah but they like be... you know what i mean like yeah, there's, yeah, sure, there's sure. always repetition of some sort somehow yeah. okay sure sure it's just i find it so it's so it's it's Yes, but this is where this movie or these movies kind of get out of hand for me. Okay. Because they open up for these discussions. Because including the new trilogy, that just feels like, like it's a reaction to, or a continuation perhaps, to um, the to battle in a really? way. It could be. It feels like it's an alternate universe where this is it's a reaction to either battle or where Zera and Cornelius ended up in another timeline when they traveled back in time. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Because conquest uh, and battle is a reaction to them traveling back in time. It's not the universe that they actually came from because they no. alter it. So perhaps the new trilogy with Rice is another alternate universe. Did so you they mean, mention the, the, the plague that kills uh, cats and dogs in that, those three? No, they have but the avian flu, which kills here. kills cats, dogs, and some humans. Right. That's also the thing they kind of they retcon in the, in the new ones. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get to, we're not told in that one that the, the simian flu comes from outer space somehow. No, we know where it comes from. It's it's uh, it's a virus they use to yeah, try, they try to treat uh, um, Alzheimer's. Yeah, ALC one thirteen. Yes. So, but they still try to make it seem like that's part because that's not a completely new reboot, is it? Or are they like saying that you should disregard the original five movies? No, uh, that's they never. Uh, that that that's part of why I like them. It's because they're not they're not so fucking autistically nerdy that like oh this is a different timeline it takes place in what we call Earth Two which is similar <laughs> but not actually no fuck you it's just a prequel we changed some things for dramatic effect and to make the stories more cohesive 
um, they put they put it could story be. first and plot second. That's why it, they changed something. Yeah, that's true. They could be the original that led up to Zera and Cornelius actually having to leave Earth and then travel back in time, which becomes conquest and battle. Yeah. Like I said, that, and that, that, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's, a nit, it's nitpicky. Yes, they change yes, yes. some things because it makes it easier for them to write good movies. It, yeah. it doesn't have to do with, you know, whether it's correct in the in the timeline of the mo- Shut up, you know. It's, no, this is not Avengers. I'm not saying shut up to you. I'm saying shut up to <laughs> no, people who no, yeah, say yeah. that. But, and obviously, like, regarding... Or because of Conquest, you can obviously change timelines because, you know, they travel in time. So shit can happen. Yeah. Things um, can change. Um, uh, we kind of lost a plot here. <laughs> yeah, we 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 got we got, but there's not a lot of plot left for battles. We could just, we could finish that up. They get to the city. They see the recordings and realize, ah, we have a chance to change this future. We can actually, yes. you know, if 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 humans and, and apes can live in harmony, you know, we we we've broken this cycle of of of, of bad, so to speak. Yes. And that's what Virgil but, talks about. You know, we we change, we can change the future since we know the future. Um, but Aldo but, and his crew aren't really down for that. No, and also they discover there are humans living in the city. Oh yeah, mutants. Which mutate, I'm guessing yeah. they 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 put in there to kind of be like the 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 predecessors to the you know the 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 bomb uh, uh, religion the people. Face, yeah, yeah, melt, <laughs> melty face people in, in uh, beneath. Because these people are, you know, they're Half being, melted. yeah, they're being affected by the uh, the radiation, and yeah, they have scars and stuff on their. Face. I do love how Virgil are. He has like a, a device to be able to read radiation. Yeah, but that seems like such a foreign thing uh, in Beneath. Like they don't know what radiation is then. I guess no. that's knowledge that kind of disappeared. Yeah, well, obvi- obviously, because it's it's uh, two thousand years later, and you know, radiation it's become myth. You know. Yeah. And so, again, this is technically a different time. <laughs> I don't think it is. I mean, it's different. But it could still lead up to what happens in in uh, the original Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And, and also, you know, I, that's that's why I don't like to see it as a, a, a different timeline. I, I, I like I like that uh, there is only one time. I mean, because this is all theoretical anyway. Yes, of course. And I, I like the fact that that in, when you do time travel movies, time travel stories, there's one timeline, but you can change that timeline. Yeah. The traveler still remembers what happened before. I guess that is then technically the other timeline, but it's only it only exists in his head. Yeah. Um. That's Back to the Future. Like, is, yes, is the ultimate time travel movie because yeah, because they easy talk to about <laughs> yeah, because they talk. They, he he talks about like oh, but if I change if I change the past. Won't whatever his girlfriend's name is, who's yeah. like she's knocked out on a couch in, in the second movie. Like, won't won't she disappear as well? No, like the future will just change around her since she isn't affected by it. Like, yeah, that's that's so much easier to wrap your head around, and it's yes. so much easier to actually use as a storytelling device instead of having to go like, well, no, there's seventy thousand billion bajillion different timelines. And, yeah, uh, you don't open up for the the. Uh, all or inevitable multiple questions then of like oh but what's the other what's exactly. the other version then you use you use the t- a time the the t- tool of time traveling to tell a story of um how you how you, how people can change yes how you know in general we're doomed to make the same mistakes but if we just learn from mistakes 
we can change, you know, we can if change, we, we can do better. If we could go back in time and do it all over again, maybe we would do make a better choice. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's also, it's also just, it's just a sci-fi way of saying we can learn from our mistakes. Yes, yes. Because that's really what they're doing. It doesn't yeah. have to be, it doesn't have to be time travel involved. It could just be that, oh, my parents thought this way. And that's why we had a war between apes and, and humans. So if I try to do a different way, you know, that way we can Maybe. save, we yeah. can stop this war. We can avoid it. Yeah. The time travel stuff is just fun sci-fi, you know, you add that because it's, yeah, it's it's fun. Fun. It makes it sci-fi. Yeah. That's not, the, story is, the story is not about time no. travel. The plot is, no. but the story isn't. Exactly. We've talked about this as well. There's a big difference between plot and story. Yes. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So these humans, of course, they are of course scared of the apes because the yeah, apes. Yeah, because they uh, remember. Yeah, I think technically the leader, one of, Col- yeah, Col- one of, that is the guy from Conquest, right? Yes, he is yeah. in Conquest. He's. Uh, I don't remember his character in Conquest though, but no, he's he, there. <laughs> he's like the second in command after the governor Breck. I guess he, he yeah. has a beard and everything. Uh, and he, he's got to be he's one of there their, when like, they're torturing Caesar. Uh, supposedly torturing him to death, but although he doesn't die, oh, um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yes, yeah, so they 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 attack uh, Caesar and and Virgil and McDonald, uh, and then they 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 escape. But then, of course, humans are like ah, so the apes are out there. We'll follow them and kill them so that we will win. Yes. Yeah. Then you know the battle starts. And then you know there's there's continued infighting. The gorillas want to take over. Um, they want to they want to take power away from Caesar because Caesar doesn't want to fight really. Caesar's too uh, docile. Yeah, well, he word? wants to uh, preserve Peaceful, the peace. Yeah, but they see it as yeah, as, as he's a he's a fucking pussy basically. Yeah, like we can't <laughs> we can't win the it's war. It's better with to eradicate. Humans. Yeah, no, the only good human is a dead human. Yeah, Which they don't say, but that's yeah. Basically. That's what they mean. <laughs> That's what they mean. Um, I mean, it's also like they—they they obviously see it like, well, humans were rude to us and mean, and they were killing us, so we have to basically do the same. How else are we gonna tell them that we're not okay with them doing that? Exactly, which is you know perpetuating this whole cycle yes. of destruction, which the this this entire back. exactly the circle completes again. You know. Yes. This is the war they that destroyed so the world. Yeah. They go so far as to even break their one. Like big rule, ape should not kill ape. Yeah, uh, although, well, not a, not inadvertently, accidentally, I inadvertently suppose. kills uh, Corne- uh, Caesar's uh, son Cornelius, named right. after Cornelius his grandfather, Jr., I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, then yeah, the battle ensues, but in the end, in the end. I mean, even Caesar says, yeah, now we fight like apes. And they kill the attackers, the aggressors, the mutant yes. people. But then, um, because, you know, the, the gorillas rounded up all the, the human workers in Ape City. And they're like, oh, now we should just kill the, the rest of them and be done with it. And that's where Caesar says no. Because yes. that, was the, that was the mistake the, the, their ancestors did. Yeah. They, they continued killing instead of living in harmony with humans. And that's and where the story changed. That's where they break this cycle of destruction. Yeah. And we then fast forward to the to to the beginning of the movie, two thousand six hundred and seventy something, where the lawgiver then talks about how 
um, in, in, instead of continuing the war, Caesar stopped the war, and now humans and a- apes live in harmony. And yeah. that's when we see his, he is uh, like uh, talking to a, c- a class, basically. He's talking yeah. to, to children, reading, reading from the ape, scrolls he's writing. Both ape and human children. Exactly, both ape and human. And then uh, one of the kids says, uh, what does he say? I don't remember. I just remember the 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 ape kid pulling on the girl human girl's hair. Yeah, <laughs> they're like ah, oh, and they run off. Yeah, I don't on, remember. On she asks ki- something. Yeah, and and he, she pushes she him back to show that you know they're still you know we're never gonna stop fighting, but we can at least stop killing each other. You know. Yeah, and I mean it, it's not like they're fighting because they're different races. It's more like they're fighting because they're you know they're classmates. All yeah. classmates always have infighting. Yeah, but it, it's just to show that you know it. it it's to show. You know, there's there, there's always going to be a darker side to human, sure. to 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 nature, not yes. human nature, to nature. Like, yeah. even though we've stopped fighting, though, we're still, you know, we're still human. We're still apes, you know. Um, exactly. But but at least we're living in relative peace. Yeah. And then and, that is and w- despite ape killing ape, because Caesar does end up killing Aldo, right? That's also like a debate. Although when when he yeah, he's confronted by everyone like oh egg you killed Cornelius ape killed ape ape killed ape and he, they climb up the tree. He climbs up a tree. Caesar follows him. Although pulls his sword on him and is about to you know attack Caesar. Caesar grabs his hand and although falls. It's not like he I throws am. him off the you know it's no that's true. I, he I just know stops he, him which. Causes him to fall. Yeah, so the last thing he says is like he's conflicted, just like Caesar in the prequels are. You know, he's conflicted over letting, you know, Koba fall. Yeah. Um, he's obviously conflicted because, yeah, he is responsible even if he didn't actively kill him. He inactively did it. He, and Yeah, exactly. But then in the, in the 2600s, the lawgiver now talks about, you know, uh, he talks about this mythical, you know, first ape who spoke. Uh, Which is then Caesar, Caesar right? Yeah, yeah. Caesar. Um, but th- that's also to show that there is this is really one timeline because he also starts the movie by talking about Cornelius and Zira. Oh, yeah. About when they traveled back in time from the original movie, or I guess from beneath. Yeah. Um, so they know about that story as well. That's true. But since, you know, I guess... Time travel never became a thing for apes because, like we talked about about in the first movies, um, they're more of a socialist slash communist society where, yeah, um, they develop s- only what they need. Exactly, really. science is still something they go for. You know, they have Ceres as a as an animal psychologist, and you know they have uh, Cornelius as an archaeologist and stuff like that, and they have like, science. But they're they're not like they're not driven by science. They're driven by um, a, a utopian living. Uh, yeah, uh, living it's in harmony. It's more utilitary than than exploring. Exactly, um, very very socialist. Uh, yes. Like like people always talk about being progressive. Like in a, in a perfect so- <laughs> socialist uh, society, there is no progression really. It's just you know we're fine, and yeah. you know what. I would be fine with that. <laughs> I'm so done with uh, with um, progression. <laughs> you know, it's being content rather than uh, trying to reach new heights. Yeah, which is also why I don't think ever like socialism or communism would work because there's always going to be 
people will be like, but but maybe I could create a you know a computer that thinks for itself, even though we don't need it. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah that's also then. You would you wouldn't try to find easier ways to solve your problems. You would just be fine with having to do it the hard way. Yeah, or a uh, yeah, which is both positive and negative in my opinion. I'm exactly. always looking for easier ways to solve issues <laughs> in, at work specifically. I'm like, if we, this is very niche, I guess, but we have. Um, I enter orders into our system, and we have to have certain price lists. Um, in the background to be able to enter the the items. Mm-hmm. Certain items are not added to the price lists. I can still like work around that, but why would I work around it when I can just have them add the price list or add the item to a price list, I, which is much easier for me because then I never have to do the, the the long way again. But they they don't have to do want to do the work, so they can just tell me to do it the long way. You know, I just see like why not just do it the easy way? Do one fix and then you have the easy way forever. That's what I. That's what I want to do. I want to do the one fix one time. If it's me or someone <laughs> else have to do it, then we have the easy fix and we don't have to do it the long way ever again. Yeah. That's that's. If everyone says that, then yeah, we can't have a socialist <laughs> social society. Yeah, you can't really. De- you shouldn't develop things that are already working. Why fix something if it's not broken? Exactly. Apparently? Yeah. If but it that's works, the, it's fine. It, yeah, exactly. Just f- focus on being content, being happy yes. instead. Yeah, yeah, something to that. I just don't think you know since we we. But there's we, different levels of it, obviously, because you of know, small th- fixes are one thing. Trying to like, oh, I need to find a car that can drive itself. That's a bigger thing. Yeah, you don't need that. No. You just push that pedal down and drive it yourself. Or just take the bus, have someone else drive you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Call a taxi. But also, uh, also, uh, even if we would change, because now obviously we're living in a capitalist society. Yes. Um, even if we wanted to change it, it's not. It would. It would take so long to like. Oh yeah. Do that paradigm shift from one ideology to another and have the entire world actually follow along. Especially since um, the the capitalist and monetary system is so invisible nowadays. When we don't even have like cold hard cash, really. Yeah, it's all just zeros and ones. We're trading with with nothing literally, but we're still trading value somehow. Yeah, so weird to me. That's that's like, why like it's still a sci-fi concept, but I still think Star Trek figured it out the absolute best way. Um, Please yeah. explain, because I don't I don't think I've watched enough Star Trek to understand that. No, and it's it's it'll take too long, but I'll explain the absolute easiest way is that. Um, sometime in the future, I don't remember when, um, well, in the 90s, in their timeline, there was a third world war where right. nuclear weapons were used. Um, it didn't, it didn't, they didn't wipe out humanity, but, you know, it was enough to, like, wh- the people who were left realized that we can never do this again. Like, that was, like, the warning shot. Like, if, if we, if we use nuclear weapons again, we're going to, like, ruin everything, yeah. So how about we stop fighting and try to try to, you know, work towards a better future, which meant that they, you know, focused on science, focused on progression. Yes. They had, and they, they had a bit of a reset in other words. A little bit, yeah. And then they figured out um replicators, which is a big thing like the, it was that Oh, that was yeah. like, yeah, you can like pinpoint cuz you say like, oh, there's this big thing, tons of things has to change. But in the Star Trek universe, there is one thing that changed everything. 
and that was replicators when they could literally i mean uh they they, they learn to shape atoms into you know whatever they want to because that's copy paste things yeah because really. e- that's that's I mean, everything is built from 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 atoms sure like yeah. if i could just pick atoms out of the air here i could i could make a cupcake out of thin air yes because the, the building stones are here everywhere yeah In but they're just so small that we can't we can't touch them yeah that way or manipulate them that way i suppose in the future of Star Trek, they figure that out. So then mm. replicator, they can replicate anything out of thin air. That's why, you know... So there's no shortage of anything. No, because you can, because, you know... We're you not don't gonna, have to buy stuff. because We're not going to run out of, of, of atoms. That's not how things work, you know? Exactly. <laughs> um, so they can just make anything. There's no need for money anymore. Like, oh, I need a car. And a car appears. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I need some. Ah, damn! I I broke this glass. Bloop, and you make a new glass. It's, you know. But the one utopian thing about that is that the person who came up with the idea of the replicator and the one then who distributes the d- replicator are fine with just giving people that, right? Well, yeah, but because what what would he need money for? He has a replicator. Yeah. He doesn't have... What would he use money for? Like, oh, he would use money to buy a big house. No, no he like just... He just make it from the replicator. And he has yeah, a big house. Yeah. It's 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 um, it's a big cheat to just yes. be able to magically create whatever you want out of thin air. But if we would be able to do that, we could live in a completely moneyless uh, society where, where, I mean, they don't even... And I, I also like that, like, the philosophy of Star Trek... I guess this is me reading a little bit too much into it. That's not something they specifically <laughs> said, but it's 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 something you know because whenever they talk about like uh, you know entertainment, you know music, uh, movies, theater, anything like that in Star Trek, it's always stuff from like uh, our time, you know, before the Third World War, before the nineties, oh, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's almost like if you know culture stopped. Uh, which you know, culture shouldn't stop. That's a, that's a bad uh, no, thing. No, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, mm, but um, they instead of instead of focusing on because you know they created replicators like Jesus, we can do anything. They continued like like Star Trek society is so focused on science and actual progression. Yeah. That that um, they they they've almost. I mean, they don't they don't really create new culture what they instead do i mean that's only because you know then they can use old music in the tv shows it's it's another yeah, thing cost cutting but but yes. it works very well then that because we have so much culture we can just appreciate what culture we have appreciate operas from the 1800s appreciate uh they're so they always recite fucking uh, shakespeare in star trek yes. the next generation um they appreciate um the culture from before while still, you know, progressing the science of the future, which I think is a perfect marriage between culture and science. Yes, but can you imagine never having a new movie to watch? Because eventually, someone like us specifically, or you even more, will have watched every single fucking movie there is. <laughs> yeah. No new music of the kind, because you don't like everything. No, I don't like everything. No one likes everything. But honestly, so w- honestly, what if your favorite band would never produce music again? Well, you would never be able to hear any of that kind of music, new versions of that kind of music, no, ever but, again. But honestly, Rebecca, 
honestly, how many new things do you actually like? Uh, and like movies or, or or albums, do you actually like put into your then rotation? How many new albums do you actually like like and listen to more than once? Oh, I the the the, the most recent one that was released um, earlier this month. I listen to it once a day. Sure, literally. <laughs> but do you still do that? Uh, yeah, 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 no. I, I on my way home today, I've, I've listened to it three times. Okay, sure, sure. And it yeah. was released earlier this month. <laughs> of course, it's not it's not a perfect solution. No, and I mean, no. I don't remember exactly, but I'm, I'm sure they still do create still, some. Still, though. Uh, yes, and I mean, uh, there's a there's culture. a there's a. But there's a focus if on. If it was to happen in real life, I'm assuming people would still like to produce music and movies because yeah. it's fun to do. And they can. They don't have to do it for the man- monetary pr- uh, reasons because they can just make whatever they need on the side yeah. and still produce the fun cultural stuff. Yeah, you could literally I mean, do whatever. A painter you... would still paint because it's fun to paint. Yeah, of course, of course. It's just that the focus is on, on They don't science. have to focus on trying to sell it afterwards. Exactly. They would just go, food, and they're done. <laughs> you can just do it for yourself, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I love Which that part. might produce even better art. Of course. music and movies because they're not thinking about the monetary things. They're yeah. just doing it as... Everything would be a passion project. Exactly. There's no, there's oh no like, budgetary restrictions. No, because they have can to just think, create whatever they need. Yeah, they also don't have to think about, oh, no, we have to sell tickets, so let's make this more family friend. No, you can just make anything. Make anything you want. Which and if no course, one watches it, whatever, it didn't cost you anything. No, so you just make it for yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God, that would be even better. <laughs> Yeah. Only thing you would need is, I guess, someone to run the movie theaters. But even then, people might do it as a passion project. I guess. Yeah. There's always gonna be someone who goes like, "Yeah, I'll I'll run it. I want to watch it anyways." Yeah. Exactly. Because they don't have to do it for the money. See, yeah. if I don't have to work for money, I would happily work. Probably. Ex- yeah. Exactly. And there, we, there, there we have that. Star Trek is kind of socialist because yes. let's say we don't have replicators. But we could technically eliminate money. Oh, yeah. Now, a lot of people would, of course, you know, they're like, Argue. oh, but why would I work if I don't get paid? But if you still get everything you need and want without having to pay for it. Yeah. I don't care about... It's not the money I care about. Money's meant for spending. Yeah. I want the things that I buy for the money. Yeah. But and then, if I can get them instead of the money, I don't I don't need the middle hand, which is the money. Now we're now we're, we're yeah, we've <laughs> completely left the Planet of the Apes. Because I'm running to the other problem, so, because because the fundamental thing a human need is, you know, food and water. Well, food. Yes, yeah. yes. So the people who grow the food, why would they just give why would they work, you know, farmers, whatever, cattle racers or whatever you call it? Why would they break their fucking backs and just give away all the food for free? Even if they got something back for it, like yeah, other kinds of labor, it's, it, it's, not, it's not an equal trade. No, I don't think so. Because someone building them a house once or like repairing their stuff a few times, it's not an equal trade to them feeding everyone every day. No, because they will, will have to like physically work much harder than, you know... Yes, an artist making day. making paintings that maybe no one ever watches. <clears throat> exactly. And there we run into a problem with socialism. Yes. Because humans are, in the end, very petty and like, oh, where should I do it if I didn't get fucking money for it? Yeah. That's that's the problem. That's why, that's the why, issue, that's, you know? <laughs> why, that's why Star Trek is science fiction. Yes. It is a utopian society that probably will never happen in real yeah. life. 
Even if everyone was self-sufficient, it wouldn't work because then we would just live in our own little bubbles. We wouldn't need anyone else around us. No, exactly. And then culture would, would definitely die. Yeah, it would stop because, you know, I'll I'll play a song, but no one will hear it. It'll just be me. Yeah. No. You don't need to interact with others. There's no need to culturally develop things. Yeah. You just, just do what you just do you, and then yeah, you die. And then uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it will eventually stagnate, and over time, we might you know start uh, regressing because without culture, we don't grow as people. You know. And then we would get to the planet of the apes. Yeah, then we become animals. Oh, see, we, we hey, came back. Let's just <laughs> yeah. wrap this up then, because <laughs> um, uh, there, you know, there's there there is a similar kind of utopian thing in the end of Battle for the yes. Planet of the Apes, where they now live in harmony because they were able to change what happened before. Yeah, um, they under- they saw the issue and decided to not do the same mistake. Yeah. Um. It's a very small scale, though, which I both appreciate and don't like when it comes to the Planet of the Apes, because it's all very contained. It's one city. Yeah, that, but that's that's how you would have. That's that's. Hey, if we want to go back, then that's why humans <laughs> are. You know, we're not we're not loners, but we're also not supposed to live in in cities where millions of people interact. We we mm. are, we work best. I mean, I think this is like scientifically proven. Like we work the best in a tribe of like. A hundred people at most. Yeah, small that's, colonies. Yeah, that's not how we avoid major cities. We avoid conflict. We avoid, you know, uh, uh, pettiness and and you know greed. The only thing you would need is to intermingle when it comes to breeding. Yeah, sure. But uh, that's I, this. This feels like I shouldn't t- say this because I'm I'm very much gonna quote this wrong. <laughs> but I I heard it somewhere. Don't remember where, but it, it it reminds me of African tribes. Oh, because they all have their very contained societies, and a lot of times, not all African tribes, obviously, but some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I know everything here, um, but I, I heard it in some some documentary a while ago. Um, they they live in their own societies, and they 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 have all they need in their own societies. The only time they uh, venture outside of it is when they need to um. Uh, mix up the gene pool, basically. <laughs> yeah, and it you're, works and then fine. You're, you're talking about uh, you know raiding, pillaging. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. They like peacefully go like, okay, so our younglings will go and go to your city or tribe, and we'll get some of your younglings just to like mix it up a little bit. Oh, okay. Why were it's you peaceful. worried about talking about that? Because I, 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 I don't know all the facts, so I feel like I'm just. Talking about my ass here, but well, I, if, I've if heard did, it somewhere. If they didn't do that, we would have a horrible um, um, inbreeding. Inbreeding in, in African tribes, which I don't think we do. So no, yeah. that's, that's true. that sounds that sounds pretty plausible. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> that was a very weird side note. Yes. Yeah. Um. So and and ultimately, then that's why I think uh, Battle for the Planet of the Apes is the last movie. Um, and Rise is the first movie, is that, uh, sh- sure, there are, like we said, there are retcon details between the new movies and the old movies. Yeah. But I still, th- still think they are supposed to be one and the same, because uh, between uh, War for the Planet of the Apes and the original Planet of the Apes, I mean, there's thousands of years that pass. 
Yes. Because that movie takes place in, like, what, 2020s? Sometime? 2030, maybe? Yeah, something like that. And the original Planet of the Apes takes place in 3,900-something. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that their creation myth, uh, you know, about the first ape who spoke, that it changed a little bit to to the story of, you know, a plague that killed dogs and cats, and then apes were enslaved, and there was one ape who said no. The fact that doesn't really line up with what happens in Rise and Dawn, that's just because, you know... You know, word of it, mouth. Word of basically. mouth, yeah. It's, it's a game of telephone over thousands of years. Details are going to change. It's It hates. It's our history. We don't know. The, we, we can't confirm the details of history. No, yeah. We only know what's we written down. We can only down, go... And, exactly. Yeah, that's not... That's not no, no historical event being retold is 100% accurate. No. Uh, it's also just fact. And there's no way to Unless prove- it's being filmed, and they, we still can't film every second from every angle anyway, so, no. you know. Anyway, um... So yeah, that's uh, so. It's it's plausible. Yeah, and that's why I think Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is supposed to be in between War and the original movie. Um, that we eventually will arrive at the original movie, and then the cycle will be complete. Hopefully, be- though. Yeah, because in Battle for the Planet of the Apes, we that that is where the cycle is broken. Instead of yes, instead of time just repeating itself. You know, apes being enslaved, apes conquering humans, humans destroying the world, which we see happening. We have the original story from the lawgiver, which then, you know, Taylor Taylor destroys the world in the present, so to speak. Uh, Apes going back to the past to kind of create that future again in conquest and battle. But in battle, we don't destroy the world. In battle, we actually learn to live in harmony. And instead of yeah. statues of the lawgiver, this last thing we see is a statue of Caesar. Yes. So we have kind of changed it. Yeah, and I guess the cycle was broken then when... Caesar decided to spare the humans. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say when Zera and Cornelius tra- traveled back in time, but no. No. It's when Caesar made the decision. Yeah. Because they kind of ushered in that future. Yeah. That that That... Uh, that had already happened, but then Caesar, uh-huh. Milo slash Caesar changed that by not continuing by the cycle of violence. Choice. Yeah. Which is ultimately what it's about, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Breaking it's, the evil cycle. <laughs> yeah. Br- br- breaking our bad behavior. Because, you know, that's it's all it's bad behavior. Slavery is just bad behavior, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's putting it, it mildly, is. but you know what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, fundamentally, it is, yeah. but it's, you know, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And that really then brings back the, the the themes of the original movie, you know. Yeah. That we should, you know, treat everyone like equals. We can, you know, because isn't it fucking horrifying to see humans being treated as animals? Guess what? Yeah. yeah. About a hundred years ago when that movie came out, that was happening right where you're sitting you know, right now. You know? yeah, yeah, basically. That, and, and that's Hopefully why... Then- yeah, go ahead. No, no, say. I'm, I'm just, I'm hopefully, uh, hopefully then, I don't know what the plans are with Kingdom. <sighs> I don't know uh, either. If that's, if that's supposed to usher in another trilogy or something. Probably. Um, Probably. I'm just hoping that they keep the originals in mind still and perhaps even more, not retcon, but like turn towards that future then. Exactly. So it fits even better. So it can fit with the original movie. Yes. Because if because the- even even if you have to retcon a certain thing, 
or some things, you could you could still, even if you have retconned things from the the new trilogy and I mean Rice and 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 Dawn and War, and certain things from the original, obviously still, yeah. you can still somehow meld it together so it works better. Yeah. Just like even better. Just like the prequels did with the original. They yes. changed things, but it fits with the original. Yeah. And now you have another movie and perhaps even two more to even more meld them together in a yeah. more seamless way, if possible. And well, that's what we talked about in the first episode. The fact yeah. that if War for the Planet of the Apes was the last movie, it would have been more or less a perfect circle because we know ah, apes arrived at their new paradise, so to speak, yeah, and lived there for thousands of years until Taylor crashed uh, yeah. in the future. Yeah. So there is that there is those two thousand years now in between where they can tell the stories, just make sure that those stories doesn't deviate too much. Yeah, respect the uh, existing. Uh, uh, what's the word? What's the word? The, the, the existing uh, story. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But that I, my mind wanted to say something else, but I don't think that word fits anyways. <laughs> but that's 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 the big problem because we can look at another uh, admittedly not as good franchise, but still another time traveling franchise, Terminator, where oh, you yeah. had the first movie and then the second movie which are you know kind of perfect perfect how they fit together. And then yeah, the third one is not as good, but it still fits in because he kind of completes yes. the circle. Because that one ends with Judgment Day, which they talk yeah. about in both first and second movie. Judgment Day is inevitable. Yeah. Um, huh. And then we had, of course, uh, Terminator Salvation, which is just, you know, a fun war movie that takes place during the future. Um, it doesn't really change anything. But then, no. then, then they, started changing they did Terminator Genesis, where they started changing the timeline because, oh, actually, when you change the future, uh, there is the, the idea of multiple times. And they became... They started like nitpicking the plot and trying to like they went they went too nerdy with the plot. Didn't we talk about those movies somewhere? Uh, we watched Genesis uh, right. when Dark Fate was new because Dark Fate is the last one when they brought right. back uh, uh, Linda Hamilton, and we were going to do an episode on it, but kind of Gen- scrapped it. Maybe yes, because Genesis was so fucking bad. <laughs> Right. That we just didn't even care about watching. I still have never watched the last one, Dark Fate. Because I was like, I, think I, did. I don't care. I don't. Do, Terminator is ruined. I don't want to see anymore. So but maybe we'll maybe we'll force you to do that so we can make a, a full discussion on all of the Terminator movies as well. Sure. I mean, Much like we did with Planet I Games. love talking about the first two, man. I guess the third one a little bit. Yeah, sure. But anyway, yeah. that That is a franchise where because they're like... Oh, there is a limitless possibility since we have time travel, where they just fucked up the timeline. Yeah, and the movies don't make any sense anymore, and it becomes Ooh. this nitpicky sci-fi swampy mess of time travel and different timelines and yeah. And the original idea you- of you know uh, the the original idea, the original story, the original theme of the original is completely lost. Yeah. So I and and I really hope this new movie. Pro- probably trilogy of movies does not yes. ruin the original idea that has been kept intact more or less over what is it eight movies and sixty years soon exactly yeah don't ruin it please but 
only future will tell. Yeah. Because as of now, we uh, Kingdom is coming out sometime next year. Yeah, right? Labor Day. I don't know what that is. It's summer sometime. I, yeah, I know it's. Sure. I know it's summer. Labor Day, twenty twenty four. It's, uh, oh, oh, it's the end of summer, right? So Monday, right. September 2nd, 2024 is Labor Day. Right, so we'll have to wait until next summer. About a year. About, September. Uh, yeah. A little less than a year. Uh, and then even then, I mean, it's only one movie. We'll see what future brings with, if there's more movies or not. Yeah. Hell, I'm only happy, I'm still happy there's no, like, TV show spinoff. <laughs> Yeah, well, there is, technically. They did one in the oh. 70s. I've never watched it, but... Yeah, but isn't that the... the it just takes place, like, in between two movies? Uh, yeah, technically, and I, I mean, and I don't think it's considered... So it doesn't considered... really add or change no, anything? yeah, it's not considered canon, I think. It's not the Sarah Connor Chronicles that fucked up time, timeline <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I didn't even think of that. It's not fucking The Continental. Oh, my God. Did you ever watch any more oh, of yeah. that show? No, no. No, me neither. God damn, that was terrible. It wasn't even that it was bad. It was just like, why? Why? Hey, if you wanna if you wanna hear that, check out the Patreon. If you're not, you know, except for the patrons already are here. Yeah. Because we never posted that free, uh, did we? Yeah, we did, just not on YouTube. Because oh, I, I couldn't be bothered. I just pressed auto, which releases released Only on podcast platforms. Exactly. Right, that's right. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you can care. find it. You, you can, can find, find it. it. Yeah. But that's gonna have I to think be that it. That wraps this up, yeah. yes. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this on Patreon, thank you so much for supporting us. Tell all yes. your friends and family. Um, and if you're listening to this on the free free platforms, um, leave a comment if you're on YouTube or whatever. You can leave comments on any platforms. Um, or just you know tweet at us or, or comment on the Instagram if you can't find another place. Yeah, there's a link tree down below um, with all Somewhere. our stuff. And uh, yeah, if you want to hear more stuff like this, Check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. There's a link for that as well. Um, but we'll see you in the next episode when we'll do something. We still haven't watched I'm, Napoleon. Uh, no, that's true. I'm not entirely sure. We're coming into December soon as well. So I, yeah, next Christmas. episode is technically December. Well, this will be this released technically, technically on December for, for free. That's true. Yeah. The free release will be in, in early December. So, so maybe we'll just... We'll do we'll Napoleon for later, and we'll do some Christmas movies now in December. Yes, there is one new release that we are excited about. Uh, there is? Uh, yes, a Christmas movie, action Christmas movie. with Swedish All actor. right, Silent Night. Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> I'm also, I know. Maybe we'll theme this Christmas as a action Christmas, because last year was a horror Christmas. That's true. We, have, we, never, we never actually talked about Die Hard. No, we should yeah. do Die Hard. There's a few other action Christmas movies. We can there do. is, there is. So check yeah, out, check out our December episode, Christmas <laughs> episodes coming in December. Um, but other than that, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. In the next one. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye.